If your supercoach side has been taking a beating, if you need to hit that trade button, or you're just in the mood for a bit of footy banter, you've come to the right place. It's the Specialist Report Podcast. G'day everyone and welcome to the Supercoach Specialist Report for the final time in 2016. It's been a big year and we're at the other side. We've made it. We are. And Some with more bruises than others, <laughs> but we have made it. Some made it unscathed. Yeah. Some, yep, like some with bulletproof vests. Really really no bruises. Yeah. No, you've just straight you through. Lara on it and started round one. I don't know if a single thing went wrong for your team. No. Uh, Clay Smith scored four on my field once. Oh. oh. That's, probably that's disappointing for you. It is. Yeah. It makes me smile. <laughs> um, and let's start off by wrapping up how we finished um, on the weekend. Uh, how we went in any grand finals and our final ranks for the season. Traditional style. Jack, I'll go kick for it, it off. <laughs> uh, made it into one grand final, which was a consolation grand final. Against me. Against you, and you knocked me off. Yep. Um, by 120 points. I scored 2,359, which was pretty crap compared to most scores, but I said that a lot this season. Rank was 20k. Um, so, sorry. Was that again? <laughs> I think I said 20k. So. Yeah. 20k, everyone. Yeah, yeah. 20k. <laughs> not, even in, not even inside the top 20,000. No. Outside. No, yeah, 600 spots this week oh, to no. 20,095. That is my so finishing average. Have you worked out a replacement for next year for the podcast? Um, yeah, I'm getting Todd Hawkins in, I think. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so this is probably my last podcast ever. They both, <laughs> so, finished, they both finished inside the top 1,000, I think, yeah. those two. So, so great seasons from them. Well, it's because I... Uh, we'll get on to it later, but it's because I didn't start as a cookie. Um, at the start yep. of the season. Took a few risks and they all backfired and blew my entire face off. Uh-huh. Yes, um, we will be getting to those uh, regrets later. My hero this week would have to be Nick Rebolt. 187. How can you go past it? You can't. Um, you trade him in this week, Jord, which was a very good call. A by master you. stroke. Uh-huh. Master stroke, yes. Wasn't enough to get me the win in no. my <laughs> cash league. No. Would have been nice if I uh, could have had some balls and put a VCLC on him, but. Didn't have the C on Hanbury, who scored 93 in the VC on Gorn, who scored 63. So, great. on Saturday night, I was sort of thinking, well, that just sums up my season, doesn't it? Yeah. Picked two captains who have been averaging 125 in the last four weeks, and Hanbury averaged 135 against Richmond in his last three. Um, <laughs> and he had 93, his worst score. So, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, my, my villain, sorry, would have to be those two. Max, especially, because he and had Josh 63. Gibson. Josh Gibson, 63. Shout out to Canelio, 62. Um, <laughs> so I feel the boys. Yeah, they call it a full it premium basi- team, but it definitely wasn't. It's basically like Melbourne. Yeah. And that just ch- giving Ruzi a send-off in a traditional Melbourne yeah, way. Uh, your boys just did what they'd been yeah, doing all year. Definitely a great send-off. So has it been a great year, but we'll move on to more positive things in your score, Jordan. Slightly more positive. Uh, still wasn't enough to get me outside of the top 4,000. Mm. Uh, 2,482 for me this week, and I moved... In 168 spots, finished 4,346th overall. 4,000, so th- you said? Yes. Oh. That is the 10th week in a row I've been <laughs> four, in the 4,000s. One, I went, it was about 5,000. So, uh, very consistent for me. And it's, a, like you said, Jack, it's a year of cookies yeah. this year. Cookie cutters. And that's why the man to my right uh, had a great year, because he's never put his balls on the line once this <laughs> season. And it's that's why. And that's why he's done well. So, my hero... You touched on it earlier. 
Nick Rerock. Traded him in on the Saturday night. I had one trade left and I didn't have to... I was going to uh, use it, save it for Neil. And uh, I was doing a loophole. And anyway, it worked out that I didn't need to trade. So I just made an upgrade and brought in Nick Rewalt. And it worked out all right. With yeah. 187, 21 marks, 9 sausages. Yeah. Uh, not a bad outing <laughs> Equal PB. So, uh, and his biggest uh, supercoach score. So, huge game from him. And he gets uh, my hero. My villain is... My hero from last week and my villain from the week before that. And that is big boy Scotty Lysett. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you cost me my cash legs. Thank you very much, Scott, uh, for his 49 on the weekend. And uh, big Johnny Giles had 100 plus. So so how did uh, Mitch Rabo go this week? He was shit house. Okay. Uh, which uh, made Worse me... Worse than Scotty, though? Probably not. Probably just <laughs> to me, isn't it? Um, so... It just made... It was a little bit better. If, if Robbo turned up again, I would have not been happy. But uh, I'll take it. And yep. I captained, uh, I VC'd Tom Rockliffe and took his 133, which isn't bad. Still not as good as Dangerfield. I elected to go against Danger. And Melbourne elected to go against Danger as well. They yeah. didn't go near him all yeah. day. Uh, and he dominated. So, Have that's 40, my season. 40 Four, coach in the first quarter. So, I mean, the first five minutes. So How many? 40. All oh, right. Good Melbourne. Dominant. Mm. So, yeah, I might rename my team the 4Ks next year, I think. Cade, talk to I, me about your... Stellar season. I beat you by five points this week. Yeah. Two four eighty seven for me. Uh, oh look at that, you moved out. I did move out. I moved out to two no, four hundred and sixty eight. Eighteen spots. Eighteen spots. Not not good. Prime. Terrible no. year for me, I have yeah. to say. Horrible way to one, finish uh, season. One five out of eight grannies, including specialist report and uh specialist elite. Yes, we'll talk about our specialist uh leagues a bit later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, go through all the winners, but you look like you probably cleaned up a lot of them. <laughs> a couple. Um my hero, though. Well, there's a few to choose from. Uh, Rockcliffe had 133, Danger 155, Merritt 141. But I've heroed this bloke about four weeks in a row, Patrick Cripps. 140. Absolutely dominant. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had him for a month, and I'm pretty sure over that time he's been number one player in the competition. Yeah. Uh, on Supercoach. What's he averaging in his last five? 130 in his last five. No. Not bad. So, yeah. Would have been a good pickup if you jumped on him when well, he was a grenade. That's the thing. So he was in Tuesday trades, Crips. Yeah. Uh, so was Ed Kerno. So was uh, Gibbs. Bryce Gibbs. And I was looking. Who should I go for? Patrick Cripps was a little bit cheaper, maybe about twenty, thirty k cheaper. Um, but in the weeks before that, he he'd uh, been outscored each week by Bryce Gibbs. So. Cripps had a ninety against the Saints, a sixty-nine against the Giants, and eighty-four against Collingwood. And in those games went 80 for uh, Gibbs, 97 and 109 uh, for Bryce Gibbs. He had a 148 against Sydney the week before I brought him in. But then each week after that, Patrick Cripps. Terrible. Yep. Just dominated. Well, Gibbs usually... He went 118, 124, 118, 153 and 140. Gibbs usually gets the uh, number one tag from the opposition and can't really tag Cripps. Can you? Don't think you can. Well, not really when he's built like Nick Rewalt. No. <laughs> had the most clearances ever this season yep. by a player. Um, so, yeah, he's a, he's a bull. Couldn't he make the All-Australians. Would rather Ben Lennon, though. <laughs> <laughs> he will probably be in everyone's teams next year. Yeah. I'll definitely be looking at him. Averaging 107 this year. So, hopefully, he won't be too expensive. And do you have a villain this week? Probably not. No, I, I could give it to Max Gorn. Everyone has him, though. Yeah. Besides that, no one had under... 99. 82 was my oh, lowest lead. So, yeah, Max Gorn it is. Yeah. Checking out the uh, Supercoach Specialist 
Supercoach group now, as we have each week all year. And Blitzem, who has been there up top over the last few weeks, finishes on top. He was number one in the group and 32nd overall. So, Samyak, well done to you. A big win and a big finish to the year. Uh, Swervies, coached by Andrew, 44th overall. RDFC finished 66th overall. Uh, Pubes Platoon, 132. <laughs> Get around here. Blue Baggers, 135. Uh, Norfolk and Chance, 138. Dick Atorship FC, 147. Nice. Duke St. Newcombs, 149. Ramjets, 160. And JT All-Stars, 164. Uh, rounded out the top 10. So... Pretty good turnout. Cade, you finished in the top 20. Finished yeah. 19th overall. So well, well, I was done. 21st last week, so happy to get in that top 20. And 37 of you finished in the top 1,000. So very successful league this year, and, and hopefully you can all jump in again next year. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed it. And let's take a look at some of the uh, some of our leagues yes. that we had with followers. Um, <laughs> Cade, you got a couple there? I've got a few. Uh, specialist report league, as I said. Got the W there. Beat Maximum Gorn, came second. Um, he knocked me off in the first week of finals, but had the second chance and got me revenge. So and that was a pretty uh, a pretty good league that one. Yeah, it was a- nice and competitive. Actually finished 121st overall uh, out of all uh, 28,000 leagues or something. So yep. And uh, Specialist Elite was another one. I got the W over Smash. So unfortunate there. And let's move on to the league where you had a draw in the grand final, George. Specialist yes, I did. Facebook. Uh, you both finished on 2482 against uh, Angus Smart, coached by Raphael. Yep. And it wasn't too good for me. No. It's because you finished <laughs> lower on the ladder. You <laughs> lose, unfortunately. It's so great. You lose! Yeah. Uh, Should come back uh, next week if it's a grand final draw. Yeah, that's right. And I'll probably lose by 10 goals like St Kilda. Like so, did. the final league for me uh, that I was in was Specialist Private. Flackers, coached by, coached by uh, Cameron. He got the win over the Brandon Harvolas. There we go. Right. Coached by Brandon. Good name. Very cookie cutter, that name. Yes. yes. Um, I've also got a couple of leagues. Didn't feature in any, but... Of course not. Uh, you did, George. First one, Specialist Report 2, which had yep. an overall rank of 110. Another very good. So that's a really good league. So 120 and 110 for our two Specialist Reports. So all your listeners out there and the guys involved in those two leagues, yeah. congrats. They're Get obviously... Listening to Cade and myself to a lesser extent, our advice. Maybe not so much yours, Jack. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, definitely. <laughs> um, and you won that one, uh, scoring 2,482, beating Rhino's Big Show, uh, yep. I believe. Uh, coached by Luke, who was on top, so you knocked him off. That's probably my biggest uh, my biggest win of the season, yes. that is, and um, made it all worthwhile. Uh, SC Specialist fans, uh, number one, Moneyballers got the win there, coached by Daniel, scored... A huge 2,524. Um, knocked off Angry Bald Fists, uh, <laughs> which is also another quality name. So a few good names out there. Might have to uh, change it up next year. Yeah. Um, and the last league I've got is SC Specialist Fans 2, uh, where Crackheads, coached by Shane, not sure if it's a Shane we know, but um, <laughs> scored 2,482, um, and he beat Robert, uh, who coaches Gone Fishing, uh, who scored 2,420. So... Good job by you blokes winning those leagues there. And that league was ranked 90th. Wow. SC Specialist fans Big. too. So congrats to all of you in that league. All right. Uh, it was a year of ups and downs. Mostly downs. Mostly downs. And um, let's go through some of our biggest regrets. 
We can learn from our mistakes, Jack. Mm-hmm. We can be build to be better, yeah. bigger and better next season. It's all about constructive criticism. And it's about just accepting where you were wrong and recognising that. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do now. Go through our starting teams or our trades. What was some of your biggest blunders this year? Well, I'll kick it off because I probably made the most. Um, starting off with Daniel Rich in the back pocket was a horrific decision because I traded him after one week. Oh, actually, did a similar, actually, after two weeks. Did a similar thing to uh, Toby Green as well. Yes. Uh, Toby Green to Aaron Hall, probably my worst trade of the year. That's got to be um, Because he averaged, he was averaging 120, I think, in those first five weeks. And yeah. um, I always say don't sideways trade, and I went against my own rule, and it backfired massively. Mm-hmm. Um, also starting with Jesse Lonigan, who I know you had, Kay, Yep. Um, who averaged 60 for the first four weeks, shipped him off. <laughs> um, also... Because this year has been a year of cookies, having Viney and Sheil in yep. my midfield... In, Myself with Ollie Wines. Yeah, in my, two out of my top five, because um, I only had five premiums, was a big call, and it also backfired because Sheil couldn't score over line 20, and... Held him all year as well. Viney had... Uh, he, he scored well now and again, but he ha- chucked in the odd 70, and then he broke his hand, um, so I had to ship yeah. him off. And then he came back the week later. Then he came back the week him. later. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all been going well this year. Bashar Hooli killing himself. Yep. Not good. Um, yeah. It's just mainly... Oh, I'm bringing in Jared McVay. That was just a stupid trade. I don't know why I didn't. I, <laughs> he, uh, a lot of injuries. Was good last few weeks, though. Yeah. He's been good last few weeks, but he averaged 88. A lot mm. of injuries uh, this year. Having to Maybe not so much at the end of the season. Like You didn't have a trade for the last three or four weeks. And no, thank I, God you didn't, have, you didn't even have to use one. Yeah. Um, but... Early in the season, your Johannessons, like you said, Vonnie's. Yeah, Johannesson, yep. Yep. Aaron Hall going out. Now, there was a lot of injuries uh, to waste our trades on. I've probably got my worst starting pick, though. Yep. Steph Martin. Had <laughs> him for the first oh, 10 weeks, trading Goldstein, and then... Goldstein was crap after Goldstein that. was terrible, <laughs> and Martin out, outscored him since then. So <laughs> Even with missing a game? Even with missing a okay. game, I believe. Um, yeah. So, get around me. Well done to you. Uh, I had a couple of bad ones as well. As I mentioned, starting with Ollie Wines wasn't the best. Yeah. Having Dylan Shield all he, season, except I traded him in the last week and it was the greatest thing I've ever done uh, to Nick Rewalt, who had 187. Yeah. So um, I'll good take thing that. you traded Ollie Wines as well because he got the record for the most clangers this season. He did. <laughs> and yes. I think it was 20 more than the previous record. So yeah. Good man. <laughs> Cannot hit a Terrible. He was very good, though, in the back six weeks of the season. Uh, he was. Um, very good. Well, they won't mean I'll be start, start, yeah. <laughs> starting with him next year. Not going to happen. Um, and I made a couple of uh, other blunders. Mitch Ram! <laughs> that was probably your worst. Could possibly oh, be the, the reason why my season was such a <laughs> shamozzle. Um, starting with him and holding him for as long as I did, and then him dominating once I got rid of him. Not good. Uh, he was horrible. Pretty funny, though. Yeah, and thanks Leper for giving him the tagging role, which yeah. was um, really happy uh, with that. And but I didn't didn't really learn from my mistakes, and I shot myself in the foot once again by trading a Scott Lysett. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it just goes to show you just don't don't mess with these unproven yeah. guys. Just go with proven you know, premiums. Who's good? But then again, if you went with that strategy, you would never have traded in Zach Merritt or yeah. guys like that. So it's just uh, the luck of the draw, I guess. But Seriously, I mean, use your brain. Scott yeah. Lysett, um, honestly, what am I? What was I thinking? Uh, not, not my not, brightest you move. At all. So I had a few crap ones to start the year. I started with Tommy Sheridan and Jesse Lonigan. Yep. Same uh, scenario. Don't start with the unproven ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheridan, 
had had maybe three good games last year and a good maybe NAB Cup. Half a game in the NAB Cup was good. Yeah. So same with Lonergan. Don't uh, trust NAB Cup form is the thing I've learned yeah. this year. And stick with win going with mid prices. Stick with your proven ones. Libba and Wells were probably the only two good ones this year. Yeah. Brad Kraut started firing towards the end of the year, but I traded him out uh, in round four. Well, speaking of Wales, uh, he was one I traded too early as well, so that was another yeah. bad decision. But Brad Crouch, Matt Crouch as well, they will be tempting people next year mm-hmm, too. Yeah. And on that, how about we go to our black book? Our 2017 black book. Who yep. are we looking at? Probably start down defence, mm-hmm. and there's pretty much a lock down there in Sam Doherty, I reckon. Yeah, yep, the guy's still 22 years old. So much improvement to come, yep. um, you'd think. So definitely a lock. I think one that... It I'll, will be expensive though. Yeah. One that I'll definitely be considering is Jason Johannesson. Yes. He's been a jet this year, and it, despite his injury, still averaged 95. Um, might be a bit pricey, probably mid-400Ks, but yep. um, good option, I reckon. Well, he is, and I like those two because they're both young. When we started the season, we were thinking, maybe not Simpson, maybe not Nen Wrights. He's sure. McVay. Boyd. Boyd. Yeah. yeah, these guys are all getting too old, and they dominated they again this boring. year. Especially are they going to do it again next season? No. It's they're getting older and older, and there's not many young guys coming in. But it, as always, they pop up, so yeah. it's going to be hard to pick your starting uh, defending premiums. I Pretty reckon. sure I bypass Corey Wright every single year. Yeah, because yeah. every year he just absolutely yeah. gives me the finger. He does. Uh, he gave you two fingers this yeah. year. He was absolutely probably incredible. going to make the All Australian team with Zach Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's one. Could be one for next year, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Zach Williams. Could be. Uh, avoiding the uh, mid-prices down back next Definitely. season. I think I might avoid Especially unproven. Yeah. At all. Except for like your Wellesley livers, as you said, Kate. Yes. Because they're mid-prices for a reason. Because they're shit. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. So pretty much only injury mid-prices yeah. are the ones you should be looking at. In the midfield, there is one bloke I reckon everyone is going to have next year. And but right, Cripps? Cripps. Him. But one more, even more so, I reckon. Bond. Nat Fife. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. He's going to be as cheap... As all, oh yeah, true. Buggery. If he is cheap, yeah. Uh, not sure what he'll start at because of the injury. He'll get a discounted price, and if he's feeling one hundred percent, I reckon he is going to be uh, selected by about eighty percent of teams. Yeah. Another big question will be Gary Ablett. If he plays yes. round one, don't um, think you can pick him anymore. No, I don't think he's an automatic lock. Well, guess what? I shoulders. started without him, and that is another bad move by me. <laughs> I started without him. I traded him in, and I think two weeks later he got injured. <laughs> Uh, I'm, it was the best call not starting with him, but then he had a few good weeks and then he went out. So, yeah. uh, no, nah, my year was a shit. Tell out. you someone not to ever trade in, Sam Mitchell. He's <laughs> old. Like, he might lull you into it by scoring a few 120s in a row, but he will have a 60. So, Patrick Cripps, Bont and Pally, everyone's oh. looking at Dangerfield, everyone's looking at Fife. Neil, what about maybe? some guys that maybe, you know, not so popular that maybe we should think about for next year, that we should just be... Keeping an eye on over the pre-season and the off-season. I think about Lockie Neal, definitely, because with Fife coming back, yeah. that means, because he's been getting a fair bit of attention, like he got that Robbo team and scored 60. With a, if there's a healthy Sandlands there yeah. as well, feeding it to him. Get it, tap down his throat, he's the number one, he'll be the number two mid there. Yep. yep. Should dominate. He's not going to be expensive though. No. That's the thing. Did also mention Brad Crouch, uh, Matt Crouch, I'll be looking at those guys yep. uh, pretty heavily too. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a bit of a Saints bias, but I think Seb Ross had a really good year, picked it up. Uh, someone to look at again, mm-hmm. but it's the proven guys. You want to go for the proven guys, um, really, as we saw this year. Your Dylan Shields, your Ollie Wines, your <laughs> Jack Finies, they're not going to do it for you. <laughs> what about uh, Zach Merritt? You might hit year. one in uh, 10. Yeah, Zach Merritt, really good question. Uh, a lot of, Should uh, be a mid-only next year, I'd say. 
Definitely. It will be, and that's going to be the hard thing because yeah. there's all the Essendon guys coming back. Yeah. Your Heppels and uh, your possibly Joe Watsons and these guys. He will still be right in there because he's... A jet. Unbelievably good. Yeah. And I don't know where it came from, but I don't think I can bring him in averaging 112, at a price at an average of 112. Yeah. Dustin Martin, does he lose his forward status? Definitely. Yeah, I think he will too. Didn't kick enough goals this year either. No. Um, but if the Tigers can get their shit together, which is unlikely... He could be a good option, but um, yeah. So who do we go with down forward? Someone that, I, if we go, if we're talking uh, maybe some left of centre ones, someone that I had for the last seven or eight weeks of the season was Tom uh, Lynch from the Gold Coast. Yeah. If uh, the Suns can get their shit together in the off season, possibly a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he averaged ninety three this season off next to nothing uh, of a midfield to, to yeah. send it to him. So. He should go 100-plus, I reckon, next season. And, and a seven-point jump on that is uh, <laughs> is not too much to ask for. Yeah. Especially with their fit two-meter Peter up there, yep. uh, the two big guns. I think Lukey Dalhouse might be a lock next year. If he's a forward as well. If he's he a forward be. as well. He yeah. and Zorka, I think, should retain their forward status. Yeah. They kicked yeah, enough so. sausages. Um, Lance Franklin, probably lock him in again. But there's not really much coming out of the uh, on the horizon. Yeah. Forwards anyway. Possibly a Toby yeah. Green. Yeah, uh, he was uh, pretty good this season. Just needs to get consistency in him because he does have the quiet ones. That's the worry. Yeah. Looking into the rucks, and the first bloke I want to mention is Brody Grundy. Yes. Mm. Had a pretty dominant year, especially the second half of the season. Um, and he's only going to get better too. Yeah, young bloke, only going to get better. Average hundred and seven in his last five games for the season. Uh, will be priced at a. Around 95 average, That's, which is uh, pretty good value. Very good year. value, definitely. Especially if you don't think Gorn or Goldie uh, will... Well, we had the we had the Goldstein dilemma last year, mm-hmm. and I reckon it's going to be the Gorn dilemma again yeah, this year. Be, yeah. Similar sort of situation. The highest price ruck, a lot um, higher than any other ruckman. And it's going to be... Because we've seen in recent years, it doesn't... The, the most dominant ruckman, pretty much the mantle gets passed each year. Yeah. Uh, so you don't seem to have... A, you know, a Ruckman going big, big, big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. We don't have that anymore. Maybe Brody Grundy takes the, the mantle next year. Uh, who knows who it could be. Yeah. Max Gorn had an incredible season. And, you know, most I'll say most people will be starting with him. But, you, again, like Goldstein, you can be forking out a lot of cash. I think Goldstein will be um, priced at a pretty reasonable... Yeah. 108 average. Yeah. He'll probably be mid 500s, you think, or maybe less. Did have some battles with injury yeah. this year as well. So if Could he can get 100% fit for next yeah. season, um, they'll probably be bottom of the ladder though next year. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see how Not that wrong. goes. Uh, the next one probably goes against everything we've yeah, said. Yeah, I'm just vomiting everywhere. Um, you would never do it because <laughs> no. you wouldn't oh, do it. Yuck! Don't ever, you, ever you don't even mention this man. Your There's pills no way I'd do this. But uh, Jack Fitzpatrick, without Segler there next year and possibly without Ruffhead, do you think he'd play a few more games? Um, Depends how he goes in the uh, finals yeah, campaign. Yeah, it's it's against the no. Well, he's not unproven, so it goes against everything we've just said. I won't be starting with him, but I know a lot of people will be having a look at him. Uh, a lot of people don't know Supercoach. Some big yeah. nuts. No, that's that's the thing about finals. Uh, you oh, someone always bobs up and has a massive final, so we'll be looking uh, forward to this massive final series. Yep. Supercoach finals will hopefully be playing as well. There is none. No, all right, disappointing. Cool, so. I saw that from Alan Patton on Twitter today. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know, anyway, why, don't know why they shut that down. We'll just play Draft Stars, yeah. uh, and I'll keep collecting on that anyway. Yeah. So, thanks, everyone, for listening. Hit us up with your uh, locks for next season. like to know who you're thinking about going with. Maybe some uh, some guys that not many people have been thinking about. We can keep an eye on over the mm-hmm. off-season. Yep. 
there'll be a few big articles in January, I'd say. Yes. Um, and we'll start pumping some stuff out. So have a little break and get straight back into it. Can't wait for 2017. Need to redeem ourselves. I Jack. definitely do. Uh, we yeah. Do. Kate, hopefully you can go three years three on the top, yep. inside the top 1,000. Yeah. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. Seen a lot of uh, big wins on Facebook and Twitter from guys. And uh, congratulations. If you won a few grand finals, has some success this year. Uh, it was a big year and we'll catch you next year. See, See you later. Thanks for listening to the Specialist Report Podcast. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes and visit supercoachspecialist.com for more.